Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Service Monster Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kowalski, and today we're going to talk about a handful of things, including the great webinar that we had last night, uh, talk about where we're at in the state of affairs of the new app that has just been released, and some questions that were pertinent to the webinar that you guys might be interested in. But before we do all of that, some housekeeping, Adam, what do we have today? Yeah. So the one thing I just kind of wanted to mention, um, all of you carpet cleaners out there, we will be at the experience. So hope to see some of you all at, at the booth, September 18th through 20th in sunny Las Vegas. So again, Annette and Skylar will be there. Um, so make sure you guys, if you're going to the events, come by and you know, say hey. Yeah. And, and Annette usually crowbars or put, you know, puts me an arm bar to uh, get some sort of a special. So come by the booth, see what she's got for you if you're going to be there anyways. We've been doing that show now for, I'm pretty sure, going on 12 years. Really? Yeah. Was it you and Eric at the start? It was. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And every once in a while we try to drag Dave, but he would mostly just stand in the corner and look shy. You mean kind of like, like the developers last night? Yeah. But it was interesting, though, for David because he's not the sales guy. But when I stick someone in front of him and they start asking questions, he starts talking. But because he's anti-sales guy, he disarms people who don't like sales guys because he's just like the antithesis. It's 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 actually quite comical to watch. Uh, and he disarms people in that approach. Now, he never closes, <laughs> right? He never goes for it. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, David, me and Eric yep, at the start. And uh, we did that for a few years. Very cool. Yep. So yeah, let's let's just kind of jump into the webinar. Uh, huge event. Uh, we had just under two hundred. We yeah. had three hundred and fifty registrants, yep. and we had just under two hundred, hundred ninety six, I think overall. Fifty one percent attendance, which was much larger than you normally get. You can usually expect anywhere from thirty five to forty percent participation. So that's great. Um, lots of clients. I like. Three to one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting because, you know, our agenda obviously was to get our current clients hyped up, get them educated on the things that we have. But that event, we were trying to kick up dust to bring in lots of prospects. And we brought in a fair share. I mean, 40 or 50 is nothing to sneeze at. But at the end of the day, it's like interesting. We have to rethink what those mean. And if you boil down your cognitive bias and get some introspection and remove your your agenda from the situation, and I'm looking at the data going, holy cats, our clients want us to do webinars once a quarter talking about all the cool features that we've just released. So I think we're going to start doing that. So look for that. We might not push it as hard, um, but you'll see it in your news feeds in Service Monster. You'll see it uh, probably we'll do an email or two. Um, you'll see it in uh, in Smug, of course, and we'll do some ads. I mean, they're pretty cheap to run, but right, yeah. So yeah, look for that in a quarter. I told uh, Michael and Adam to get together next Monday and kind of you know throw a dart at the schedule, pick out a date, uh, and then uh, we'll just aim for that, and we'll just do another one. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, it's kind of that old adage when you're in a meeting and the meeting goes really, really, really long. Yeah. The first thing that should tell you is that we really needed this meeting thing because people needed to get some some stuff out. I was and scheduled for an hour. We were there for two hours exactly. solid. And I, when I cut it off, there were still 50 people hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. I was amazed at how people kind of stuck around. Now, part of it was first, you know, some of the prizes. Right. But people really just were very interested in just 
getting all those questions answered. Well, you you didn't have to stay the whole two hours for the prizes, right? We buttoned up the codes uh, yeah. in the first hour. I mean, by, I'd say by the time everyone who had asked about it, it was probably about 75 minutes. But yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't the. I mean, we saying two hours. That, I'm cutting that short. It was like two hours twenty minutes or whatever yeah. from end to end. Um, so yeah, no, good stuff. All good stuff. There's a couple of takeaways, postmortems. You know, we're kind of looking over the data and uh, you know chatting about what we did well and you know what could have gone a little smoother. I think obviously we could have got Justin a little more time to create that loading screen so we could have had it uploaded to YouTube. That would have been a better experience. And then. Big marker had a little glitch in the beginning. So for like five minutes, things were lagging. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen here? And then uh, then it smoothed out and everything went fine and everything went great from there. So thank you to everyone who showed up. Um, amazing that you can throw something on the schedule and a bunch of people will come. Uh, so that's very cool. And uh, the fact that we talked about ourselves and we were upfront about that and that is what we wanted we got tons of feedback yeah. tons of emails um the emails for the prizes which are on my facebook wall if you guys want to go take a look at that we did a drawing for that live here a few hours ago um there were four winners there overall so yeah all in all a good event uh solid and um a lot of love from our current clients about how energized they were how much they didn't know and so, yeah, I mean, you know, we do these podcasts, we do content galore, we do educational videos, but yet they come to a webinar and listen to me talk for a couple hours and they get all jazzed up. So yeah. let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. That's why you're cursing. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it, I think it's more to do with the uh, balance of power than, than me personally. But yeah, that's definitely, uh, you know, we're going to take advantage of that as much as we can. People always love to hear the boss speak. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, I also – I always love to kind of shout out for the users. We typically talk about it in Smug, right? But right. now it's – a lot of no names were in the chat just based on how that came in. And they – No names. Yes, no yeah, names. A or their – how, how do you spell your last name? <laughs> ServiceMonster.net. <laughs> they know what I mean. When I say no name, I don't mean that you're not important. All, everyone in the webinar was important. Um, but the just how the registrations came through yeah. was supposed to force a name and it didn't. Right, we didn't know who the name. So I was doing a lot of no names. Right, right. And it made moderating chat exceedingly difficult, <laughs> and we didn't have to do a lot. I mean, there was, and I mean, like just egregious moderation. Right, right. right. And so I very appreciative of that for everyone. Yeah, thanks for behaving, and, guys. In the process and. You know, just people were actively trying to, you know, make sure we knew who they were and just all, yep. all of that. Like, just really good group of people. Yeah. And so, always fun. Yeah. It's it really always was. so much fun. Yep. It goes so fast, too. Yes. When I walked in there with the big sign for you, I was shocked that we were already 40 minutes in. Like, yeah. It blew me away. <laughs> the one time you had to nudge me and be like, hurry, wrap this up. We got to get on the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all telling me to go talk to you. I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt him. So I was like, yeah. I, mean, I like it when Justin came in and he was trying to be all sly. And I was just like, what, Justin, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> Yeah, nice work, Justin. You, you, you ruined his flow. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, much love. And then the employees, um, you know, obviously pulling it off. You and Michael had a had a big push on that. Um, but then the, the dev effort 
you can't go unmentioned, right? Oh, for sure. Aaron spent a year on that schedule and really cranking on it over the last, you know, three months. Um, and then Brian and the work that he did on mobile, Ethan came in and took a little bit of glory on the settings section, but mostly that was that's Brian's work, that app. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's phenomenal. They're loving that. And uh, give Ethan a tip of the hat for the inventory control, right? Um, but, you know, everybody just pulled in Greg coming in at the last minute, making sure that things were smooth because, you know, for a release that if you think about it, over three weeks, we kicked out 300 trackers. 300 trackers in three weeks. Um, and that was a lot to do with just polish and polish and polish and polish. And so the webinar last night technically went really well from a Service Monsters point of view. Yeah. Yeah, there was no glitches, no hiccups, no bugs, no crashes, no sluggish performance. Super smooth. So It was definitely one of those experiences where you realize like everyone was in this together as a great team yep. effort. It really was. Yeah, 100%. So yep. Cool. So with that in mind, um, let's go into some of the questions for anyone who wasn't at the webinar or um, left early. Left early, right? They were asked. They're the, the three most popular. Right. Questions. We can't ask. We can't answer all of them. We'd be here for another hour and a half, right? Because right? we've answered a lot of questions. That's a benefit to that kind of event too. In the near future, you know, when you see that pop up, and, and uh, we got the webinar planned out for our clients. Um, it's a great place for you to ask questions to get answers directly from us, directly from me, directly from Adam. Um, and, and it's just a good environment to do that. And so we got, we answered tons and tons of questions, but we did select three that we felt would be useful, um, and enlightening. And before we jump into that too, because it's going to get asked, I guarantee you as they're watching this, the webinar was recorded. Yes. That is going to be out there for you guys on our YouTube channel. Yes. Um, so we're not sure when, probably towards the end of next week, maybe the week after depends on how Justin, he's got four different tracks that he can pull from and he's got to clip this yeah and he's got podcast, the podcast that right? is, yeah, that, <laughs> a lot of video and audio that justin over here is rolling his eyes <laughs> yeah eight hours worth of content yeah yeah so with that let's go into the first big one this was the almost immediately the first question that was asked it's about square yep so square kind of payments um we have Stripe. We have Authorized on that. Right. When are we going to get Square? Right. So let's let's fire off with that one first. Yeah. And well, let's do some misconceptions real quick. Um, Authorized.net, people think of them as a merchant, and I would advise not using them as a merchant. Their rates aren't that great, bottom line. They are a gateway, though. And gateway means the technology by which merchants needs to process credit cards over the internet. And so um, you can hook up a merchant with your bank, typically and use authorized.net as the gateway between any technological piece that accepts payment and the bank, in which in this case is your merchant. All right, so if I didn't confuse you too much there, uh, authorized.net is one of the options you can hook up with as a gateway, which means they have access to thousands of merchants. So first off, you already have access through standard merchant protocols through most merchants you're going to be working with. Now, you've got PayPal, you've got Stripe, you've got Square, you've got a handful of these payment platforms that have popped up because these guys have figured out if they get their hands in the middle that they can make $12,000 per million dollars processed 
and do nothing for it, sit back and relax, which is the main reason why venture capital firms like to buy SaaS companies. So they buy SaaS companies who have payment processing built into their product. They strip out all the the um, options, force you into one payment solution and start scraping. Not only do they scrape between the percentages that they make off the credit card and what they're charged and what they're charging you. So there may be a half a percent or a percent in there. But then they also make giant amounts of money um, through the volume of processing they do if they've declared themselves as a merchant. And some of them will actually charge different rates based on what your subscription plan is. So kind of be aware of That's that. True. If you're on a lower subscription plan, you might be charged a higher rate. So Yeah. So anyways, it gets real squirrely. And, and I'm not a big fan of holding hostage. I want to make Service Monster a place where you can choose as a business owner what you want to do, which is why we did Authorize first. Um, then we did Stripe um, because it's a very popular um, provider. And they had the technology that we needed to hook up in a seamless manner. Square, who's kind of newer in the game, they've been out for a while, right? So, um, but for me, they've been, they're newer to the game. Um, they started off with a technology which forced us to hand them the invoice and client information. And then you would have to go into Square in order to process the payment. And I'm like, nah, dog, <laughs> I don't think so. That's not, I I know you're going to get forced to, 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 Make yourself available as a gateway, which they now have. They have technology now uh, through their APIs, which allow us to process payment. So now that they have that, and they've had that now for maybe a year, I think, um, I'm like, okay, we can, we can move forward. And it is the next integration partner that we go after. So while I can't give you guys a timeline, because we don't do timelines past a couple of weeks because shit changes, um, I can say it's a very hot priority for me. There's a couple hot priorities for me, right? And we'll probably talk about them as the podcasts go through. But right. that's our new focuses over the next, you know, quarter or so. So, yeah. Um, so Stripe is coming. Or Square Stripe is coming. Stripe. No, forget all that. Let me do this again. <laughs> Stripe is here. Authorized.net is here. Square is coming. Yep. There you go. All right. So question number two. Is also a pretty big one, so I might want to take a sip there. Prepare yourself. Um, security roles versus rules. Oh, geez, yeah. And one of the new kind of roles, which is based off rules. And yes. This will all make sense in a second, I promise. Yeah. Yeah, so right now, if you uh, add an employee and you create a user record for them, you assign them a role. And there's a list. You know, there's admin and office and super agent and or yeah, agent, super agent, tech, super tech, uh, accounting, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And it limits what you can see within the product. Right. So a technician really can't see much that's outside of their own purview. So they're not signed a job. They're not seeing account lists. They're not seeing jobs of other people. Um, so those are roles. Now behind those roles, there's some rules we have determined what those roles and rules are because we only used to go after roles, which means from a technology point of view, it wasn't the cleanest separation. So we have moved to rules in most of our products. Service Monster 6 still needs some tightening there. But when we have that project done, we're going to be able to extend 
this concept to you so you can create your own roles. And then you can choose the rules of that role. And both the app and Service Monster 6 will adhere to that. Because there's a lot of people, especially in the tech area, well, I want my text to do this, but not this. This, but not this. Like um, prices are a big deal, right? The difference between a laborer and a technician. Um, a technician inside the home, talking to Mrs. Jones, moving around heavy equipment, attached to a truck mount, right? They understand how to do technical cleaning. A laborer, maybe they're cutting grass or they're just inside, you know, scrubbing things down. Business owners typically don't want laborers to see the totals. They don't want them to see what they're invoicing them, what they're billing for. Um, so that's an example of a rule that you would have. And you can make your own maybe laborer role and turn off the rule that allows them to see totals. All right. So that's where we're going with that. And I'm hoping to have that out soon. And, and right now, I think some of the rules aren't very consistent amongst the platform between mobile two, mobile three technician and the app, which is why we want to squish everything, get rid of everything and only have at the end of the day, the app. Yeah. Yep. So with all that said, hope you guys kind of digested that, but the idea is that you can have your own customization. So all of that, Matt, the one little closing sentence. Yeah. Good job. I obviously did the heavy lifting there. So <laughs> the last uh, kind of popular question was the technician app. Yeah. Um, talking about, you know, the new app technician, uh, which one am I looking at? Am I using both? And so on. And you you touched on this right at the end. What's happening to the technician app? Yeah, the tech app is going away. Um, if you log in, and I believe it's this way, either now or with the release that's waiting to be approved. Um, if a technician logs into the new app, they'll actually get technician or what looks frighteningly like technician. It's actually cleaned up. There's some things that are extended. It looks better like the new app. Um, there was some weird loss in translation there on the designs that I did uh, between the individual that um, coded that together. Brian was uh, Brian and Julie, when they w were implementing some of the stuff that we had, their their designs were much tighter and closer to the representation of what, I, what we were aiming for. So, um, so Ethan cleaned that up and put that in. So the idea here is that there will be only one app when it's all said and done. You will not be able to find mobile three or technician in the marketplace. Um, and I would encourage you not now, but keep your ear out. At some point, we're going to say technicians not available anymore. Have your techs download the app. And when they log in, they'll get a technician essentially or a technician version of the app, which acts just like technician. Exactly. Yeah. Simplification. Sim service monster simplified. That's right. So that's a perfect segue into kind of just the main topic we wanted to go over. And that's this new feature that we've been, you know, running up to for a long time now. Yeah. And that's the new app. Yeah. Mobile. The new app. So, um, which you can go again, you can go to Android Play Store and iOS and download that uh, new, well, we may have a couple pushes by the time they actually hear this so just go to the stores and, and get them and keep your ear up for updates especially in the, this early stage of the game we did a podcast where we went through the journey of our mobile experience right because we're really moving the company to a mobile first 
place. And while our desktop is mind-numbingly powerful, like just crushes everybody, uh, it took us a while to get mobile. It took us a minute to figure out what you guys needed there was about speed, was about as little taps as possible, was about as little data entry as possible. And instead of giving you a very powerful and rich product on an app, which nobody wants because it's too hard to use, it's got too many features, it's too clever for itself, uh, and that just lends itself to issues and connection problems and all kinds of stuff. We targeted use cases. Like, okay, I need to be able to wake up in the morning, roll out of bed, get to my first job, communicate with Mrs. Jones that I'm on my way, make my proper adjustments while I'm there, finish up the job, close everything out, get her signature, get her credit card, send her an email with the invoice, and take my before and after pictures and have all that wrapped up in a very simple end-to-end process. And I think we did that really well with Technician, which kind of showcased, did we get it right? And the answer to that was yes. So we went, okay. So with the mobile, we want to make sure we'd cover that path. And we, and we did a lot of effort and retooling around that to make sure that that was right. And then we covered a handful of other use cases, some of them centered around processing activities, making those phone calls, those sales calls, follow-up calls, getting milk on the way home, like whatever you need. So our activity management is on point. Knowing when new leads come in and acting on those leads quickly, on point. Um, Being able to search either on pretty much your entire database through a single search function and or going through your activities, recent activities list and looking at the stuff you did. So was that that job I did last yesterday? What was that? I need to go do something related to it, right? So the recent activities on point, and those are just three of the really simple areas that that are um, highly effective. But of course we had to make, how do I schedule a job? Well, it's two taps. It's ridiculous. You tap the cell that you want, um, and you can just throw in a name and some notes and hit done, and you're good to go. It creates the estimate for you. It creates the job. And if it needed to, it created the customer, which it also does inline probable matches while you're entering in new customer data. So you can choose, oh, that, I already have that guy. There we go. Or, oh, nope, don't got him. Let's create a new one. And you don't have to jump around and figure that stuff out. So things that we learned from the quick ad, right, but done in a very elegant way, like the, the, the probable matches doesn't come up in a scroll. You've got your keyboard up, takes a path the screen. It comes up in a horizontal scroll. Well, that makes sense because it's above the keyboard. So you can kind of scroll through them as you see them pop up. You don't have to worry about your keyboard going away. Yep. And then the other thing took us a minute to get it in. So people, there are some people who were grumpy about it at first, but that's how do I whip up an, an estimate or an order first and not even commit it to the database before I see my tub subtotal that I can quote to the client and then decide to move forward, which we enabled yesterday. So you tap on new estimate and you can just start adding line items to your heart's content, get that subtotal. And then again, a real quick, easy process to either create a new account or go through a list of probable matches based off the data that you've entered, and then bang, you're at your order. And to schedule that from there, super easy. You just tap schedule, and then on the schedule, you tap where you want it to go. And as soon as you do that, boom, job's up, hit save, you're done. So lots of real quick, smooth processes that gives you 
damn near everything you need to run your business on the phone. The only thing that we have left that I, I, well, I mean, we're always going to be tweaking and adding and improving based off user feedback, right? But um, uh, about a month ago, a user brought up accounts receivable. Like, how do I process my accounts receivable while I'm sitting in my truck between jobs? Like, oh, that's so good. Yes. <laughs> so we're playing with uh, different designs right now. Um, you know, one of the things we'll may do in the near future is implement a real simple accounts receivable because now we have the email and text links that can get sent out to get, you know, payment from your client automatically, uh, which is so super cool. So to give you guys the ability to essentially do a billing statement, mass invoice or text uh, to the people who still owe you money, that would be pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. So, and then the other thing that we're going to be focusing on here in the next coming weeks, optimization is going to be one. It flies on a new database and on a smaller database. So if you know you got two trucks and you're doing, you know, let's say eight jobs, to five to eight jobs a day, like no big deal. It's great. It flies through. Everything's fine. If you're running a two and a half million dollar operation, though, you've got 13 trucks on the road. I do not like the way mobile performs right now because we've done zero optimization for it. We haven't taken an official pass to really try to clean that stuff up. So for some of you guys, if you're a new customer, you've got a lot of data. Sometimes there are some screens that are not going to be very performant. <clears throat> know that we're working on that. That's kind of going to be our next big priority next week. Uh, so Brian and I are going to sit down and, and kind of feel – I. I think I have an idea of where it is, and I'm hoping Brian's got a good idea of how to deal with it. Uh, if not, we can kind of research it and kick it around. But um, it's not anything that's it's not like a black hole from right from a technical perspective. Something's doing it, and we should be able to figure it out. Right. The only thing that I'd be worried about is that we can't figure it out on the phone, which means we have to make more requests to the server, which is fine if you've got normal data. But I want to head towards being untethered, right? So I want you to be able to lose your connection because you're cleaning alligator swamps in Florida. <laughs> it's true, man. And those guys don't have any internet connection in, the, in those homes. I want them still to be able to process that job. And then once that internet, they get in an area where they have internet or Wi-Fi, then it hooks up and it syncs back up the data. So, but if we can't fix the optimization without making more trips to the database, that's going to slow that process down. So we'll get it addressed no matter what. The question is, what does it mean in the future? How much architectural design are we going to have to dive into in order to get to the untethered, unconnected uh, place for mobile? Right. So that's the game plan, right? Get rid of technician, get rid of mobile two, get rid of mobile three. Um, the next week or so is going to be optimization. Um, we're going to put some effort into tablet, um, just getting it so it looks nice. I mean, we're not going to make a... Uh, a specific tablet version yet, um, but uh, just making sure that it looks nice. Uh, and then we'll tackle some of those other things like um, accounts receivable uh, and then whatever else you guys bring up over this next month or two. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing going through just my time here and, you know, just being more involved with understanding the product, where you guys came from, just, you know, talking to you about the service monster path, you know, everything that we've gone through, you can really see on the older apps that we're so used to on, on desktop in a clean environment, an office environment, your job is to make sure the data you're entering in is clean 
and it's the correct, you know, complete. It's complete. Yeah. Like that's that's what your role is if you're in the office there. Well, when you're out in the field and you're on a phone call and someone's, you know, just what I call word vomiting at you, just information like, oh, my God, my kid threw up and I got the stain and all this other stuff. They got kid yelling in the background. You're not getting complete data all the time. Now, you're going to want to close that loop at some point. You don't want to have a bunch of messy data. But that's really where the new app took over. It's like, okay, time first, time to input first. Get the job on the schedule. Time's blocked off. Okay, now now let's take the next step. We've got we've got the major point covered. And right. Just like you said with the new order, same thing. All right, they're not ready, you know, maybe to commit to something. Let's get them in the in the door. See what the price is going to look like, and then let's do an onsite estimate or something of that nature that helps with that. Or just pull right up there if that you're you're cleaning someone's house and the neighbor wants to see, like boom, just give them a quick quote right there pop it off before anything's really been committed. Yeah. So it's all about the speed of getting that, that in, in there. And you can really see the lessons that were learned. Yeah. So from your guys' you know, kind of point of view, that's really what it is. Mobile app is all about, you know, always having that connection, obviously, first and foremost, because you're tethered to your office no matter when you're in the office or not. Yeah. But just saving you guys time, that frustration. So getting stuff done. Getting stuff done. Yeah get paid that's right cool man is that it i think that's that's kind of the the main thing we had uh covered there a little bit shorter than than usual but just it's been such a crazy week you know getting everything prepped at the webinar we really just kind of wanted to hash that out let people know about the new app so if you don't have that downloaded um do it ios store play store android yeah android yep it's all there Service Monster, all Ser- one word. Service Monster has, has the new logo on there. You can easily tell it's 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 the new app. So Yep. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your attention. Watch us and listen to us on all your favorite platforms, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTubes, all that stuff. And uh, we appreciate you. Be safe. Take care.